0: Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On tonight, I have my girl, Saba, back with me. Hey, everyone. And I'm also joined by two guests. I have Calvin from Podcast Cal on.
1: What's happening? What's happening?
0: And I have Gabe from the Ultimate Black Man Radio Podcast on.
1: Hey, how y'all doing?
0: Okie dokie. So let's get into the topics that I have for you guys. So the first um, topic that I had was i guess i wanted to talk about men needing reassurance i wanted to know from the men um do you feel like you need reassurance do you want reassurance when you're in a relationship with a woman or dating whatever um i'll start with you cal what are your thoughts on reassurance because a lot of guys feel like some guys say oh i don't need reassurance um i'll just know based on how you treat me but like verbally wouldn't you guys want to hear certain things see certain things whatever so give me your take
1: well, me personally, that's not something that I require. But it, it's an underlying, you know, deeper thing behind that. Like, growing up, I didn't get that. That's not the type of household I was raised in. And so, there's been times where I was getting that from women, and it was actually uncomfortable because I wasn't used to it. I didn't know if they was gassing me or I not know mm. how they actually felt. So, me personally, I don't need it. Like, I would, like I, like like you said earlier, like, your actions... You know, the things you do just naturally for me will be enough reassurance to let me know that I'm doing my job if that's how you repay me in return.
0: Okay, so you said something which... I mean, it's always either you're going to uh, want it more because you didn't get it or just used to the fact that you didn't get it. So you say reassurance would make you feel weird because you didn't know if they were gassing you, et cetera, et cetera. So I guess because you didn't grow up with it, you never felt like, I would think that you would want it more, but it doesn't seem like that's usually the case for guys. Well, I mean,
1: but even when it's genuine, right? Like this, the initial feeling when you hear it, you know, it's going to be a little eerie, you know? Um, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I mean, it's cool. I'm just saying I don't need it.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Gabe, what are your thoughts?
2: So uh, a lot of times I think that we as uh, people in general, we feel like men are like these tough, you know, hard exterior, hard interior as well type individuals. But men want reassurance as well. Now, do we need as much as say women? No. But it does help when we are reassured of certain things within the relationship. Now, like Calvin said, this is a case by case basis. Some men do not need that. Uh they just can reassure themselves. Um but it's always nice as a man to have a woman to reassure you. Um so
0: are you an actions reassurance person or verbal or are you like a combination? A combination
2: of, of the of, of of the two. Um it's kind of like like certain men, like if I'm, when I'm talking to men, and men come to me for advice, right? And they're doing these consultations, they're like, you know, man, I, I feel unappreciated. Now you'll never hear men at large say that on a large scale, but when I'm talking to these dudes in these consultations, and when I'm talking to these men on my podcast and my YouTube channel, that's an underlying thing that I'm seeing a lot of men feel like they don't they're unappreciated and they're not valued and just simple reassurance both verbally and action based uh can eliminate that problem within a lot of relationships. Um okay. a lot of men like That's- if they cheat this is something like, like me people think men just cheat to cheat. But when a lot of men kind of step out it's usually because there's another woman reassuring him of certain things that his woman at home is not. So mm.
0: Okay, that makes I mean that's raggedy, it is. Cal, I mean, but I get what you're
2: saying. Well, right <laughs> now, I'm just letting you know <laughs> what me
0: <laughs> Okay, so, okay, which I get what you're saying, and that makes sense. So, Cal, you're not really – I mean, I'm going to ask the question, but I think it obviously comes down to being compatible with somebody because I guess if someone is into reassuring you verbally, that's kind of their thing, but you're not really – receptive of it not that you said that you don't like it but you kind of like you don't need it we can kind of feel it though I feel like I've encountered guys where now that you say that Cal it makes sense where maybe they didn't get it so maybe by me saying certain things it's kind of like girl you're just doing too much and it's not I, I like to verbally reassure so right. I guess when it comes to that like do you think you could get used to it or it's kind of like you are gonna let her know like yo I don't need. even so I've heard it before like no I don't really need it and I'm like Okay, but I want to tell you. Like, it's in me to tell you, and it kind of makes me feel like I can't fully be myself because you're not receptive of it.
1: Well, that that's when compromise comes in. Like, compromise isn't just when, you know, one person wants some material over the other person or, you know, something like that. I mean, you would have to compromise because love languages are different, and love is tailor-made. So if you, you know, get off off giving out compliments, then... I would understand that and be more receptive to it. As long as you understand that, that's not necessarily something that I, I, I need or desire. So then maybe you'll lighten up some. And okay. It's an occasional thing. But, you know, to, to, to go off of what he said, like, I've never been in a situation where I felt like, damn, I'm unappreciated because she ain't telling me how much she appreciates me. Like, that's an action thing. You know, When a when a relationship is hitting on all cylinders, it's a vibe. You know what I mean? And if I'm not feeling appreciated, I'm going to pull you to the side and let you know. Okay, what? that was
0: going to be my next question. Do you tell her you don't feel appreciated or you just kind of act shady like most dudes do? They just start to act different without verbally explaining how they're feeling.
1: Well, I've been that dude before, and I think that's just a, a, a trait that men have before they fully mature. Because we're not, you know, the verbal thing, you know, to always be talking, we look at that as nagging. You know, we don't want to nag and we don't want to be nagged. So that silent treatment is toxic. And once I learned that and I got older, I understood that, no, you don't got to, you know, um, converse about every little thing if it's petty. But if it's something serious that means something to you and it's causing your energy to be off, then you need to communicate that and address it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna ask a question. But first, Saba. So are you do you usually feel like you need to reassure your man when you're
3: in a relationship verbally or you're an actions person? Um, I think I'm majority action. And but I do give like, a verbal reassurance as well. I believe like, men have like tender egos in my experience anyway. So I feel like they like to hear it as well as you know, see it and feel it. Okay. Um, all right. So,
0: okay. I had a quick question in regards to what you said, Cal, and that's about, um, you said about the silent treatment, which is toxic, which it really is on both parties, but people have a habit of doing that, which is not cool, but I guess who gets to determine what's important enough to talk about. it? for this I know you said it cow, but I'm gonna start with Gabe because to women for the most part a lot of things that we care about y'all don't care about but we want to talk about it and y'all are kind of like oh my god so I understand some things are petty but what if it's really a big deal to us and you don't feel like it's a big deal like so where is the middle ground for getting that situation um, settled what do you think about that well, it's game? all
2: about compromise and as a man you lead and set the tone for the relationship so if your lady is saying hey you know I think this is kind of a big deal to me it's your job as the man to kind of sit there and kind of hear where she's coming from um women do tend to nag i'm not gonna ignore that fact I mean, I mean no. You'd right. like dude are you serious right now <laughs> but if i love you and i care about you you know nagging is the least of my words. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to say, okay, sweetie, 90% of the time, nine times out of 10, you're going to get your way. It's the other 10% where I put my foot down and I'm going to let you know that, hey, you know, things can't go this way uh, that I think a lot of y'all kind of get upset about. But uh, again, to answer your question, it's all about compromising. Again, as a man, you're going to set that tone and just listen. I think men do need to do better about listening I'm a Gemini, so I'm really big on communication. My planet is Mercury, and that's the communication planet. Like, I'm ruled by that. So communication is big to me. That may not be the case for other brothers. So you just got to kind of see where they fall in, Um, and men have to learn to be more understanding and be more receptive to what their lady is telling them.
0: Okay, and I have a question after but I'm going to ask Cal and then I'm going to get back to this nagging thing that y'all <laughs> like
1: to talk about. Well, hold on, hold on, um, hold on. Let me, just, let me just hop on what he just said for a second before you go further.
0: No, no, I was going to go to you next anyways. That's okay, cool.
1: my bad, my bad. So look, I would bet my last dime that if you um, ask 100 men what they'll cheat for first, nagging or, or a lack of reassurance I would say 90% of say nagging. Because here's the Wait, thing. Wait, what do they what? That 90% of men will say, I'm going to cheat on a woman for nagging me before no I tea. cheat on her because she not complimenting me and reassuring me. <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, here's the thing. A man will pay his last dime for peace of mind. And Yeah, but y'all were
0: the one freaking causing well, listen, the disruption. It's
1: a lot of things we're Shit. willing to accept as long as when we come home our safe haven is intact and we're able to decompress and let the worries of the world go. Max, but when we got to come Max. home, when we got to deal with that and then come home and deal Max. with that too. I guarantee you that man is going to find Max. some peace Max. of mind. So whether a woman take heed to that or not, you know, that's her, um, uh, you know, yeah. that's on her, you know, that, that's her prerogative, but I'm letting you know for on everything I love that nagging. So here's the thing. What's important to you, right? Everything fizzle. So you knowing your, you knowing your partner, <laughs> your partner knowing you, as you guys getting to, getting to know each other. When you address things, especially early on, he needs to be as attentive as possible. He needs to understand and and um and be willing to um, you know, match whatever you bring it to him. But if it's always you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do this? Nobody want to hear that shit. And it's not what you do; it's how you do it. We had a conversation before where I said, when you personalize and you play on a person's compassion, then they're more likely to try to hear where you're coming from. So when you say things like, "Hey, you know what, sweetheart? It it hurt my feelings when we were supposed to go to the movies the other week, and you know, you 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 flaked on me like that. That hurt me. That's a man will receive that better than saying." You know what? You always doing this. You did you sleep. I mean, your... but what if he's always
0: doing that? Why well, I gotta be nice the fifth time. You... Granted, it's my fault for being around you the fifth be time. There. Okay, but I'm saying no. If I'm there though, at this point I don't want to be nice. Like I've I've tried to be nice the first time, the second time, you know, because sometimes we are understanding. Maybe you retired, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But after a while, nah, I don't want to be nice. It may not be okay, but that's the problem. We got to play on y'all compassion all the time. Guys
1: aren't then leave. Guys aren't doing that. Y'all then, are not pl- then leave because oh, because okay. obviously that's a person who doesn't care about your feelings and doesn't think enough of you to be present and accountable for flaking. So if, if you take you to the fifth, you got go to go to the fifth the fifth inning. Then you need to you just start looking at yourself in the mirror.
0: Period. Okay, talk to me. Uh, <laughs> okay. So quickly, I wanted to say something about um, okay, first of all, Saba, did you have anything to say in response to anything Gabe or Cal said?
3: I just feel like, what's the root of women nagging? It's y'all men that just don't listen. Girl, I was just about to get into it. (laughs) No, seriously, though. Like, It's for a reason. So in reference
0: to what Saba's talking about, I'm going to say this real quick and then to Saba, tell me if you agree. So nagging. When does nagging become nagging? People say, oh, if you have to ask for anything more than once, it's nagging. I think that's bullshit, but I'm asleep. Now I understand women can be naggy. I uh, can be a nagger because I tend to... Give people more chances than they should. And I know that's a problem for myself that I'm working on because I wouldn't have to nag because I know you heard me the first three times. So y'all say the guys don't like nagging, blah, blah. But if we ask you something or to do something and you're aware of it and you tell us that you are understanding and you will do it and you don't, at what point do you not expect us to bring it up again like is it supposed to be oh well she asked me I didn't do it what, what are you gonna tell her well you should have left me the first time you asked me because I didn't do it no you guys ask for chances but then you guys won't do what we ask and it becomes nagging I don't understand how that works Saba what are your thoughts on I guess the asking them to do something they don't do it but then they call what you're doing as nagging
3: I mean, honestly, it is kind of nagging, but I think nagging also is in the tone. Like how you say something, like your delivery. I feel like that kinda goes yep. hand in hand with it. So if you ask a guy to do something three separate occasions and you don't have a nagging tone, that's not considered nagging anymore? I don't know if they'll consider it nagging. I just like I said, I think it's all in the delivery.
1: She's right. Look, first and foremost, as a woman, you should you should say what you mean and mean what you say. And what I mean by that is Like, men, we're natural hunters by nature. And that's with everything. We want to hunt our food. We want to hunt our woman's problems. If you set a standard for a man and he falls short and you remove yourself, even if briefly or temporarily, we're going to want to find out why we haven't heard from you. Why has your consistency changed? And we're going to dig for that. You ain't going to have to name. I'm going to try to find out, baby, what's going on. Like, I ain't heard from you in a couple of days. And That's you, fair. And then you address your displeasures. And now I know, okay, if I continue to do this, then that distance, that temporary might be permanent. But when you constantly over and over like a record player saying the same shit over and over again, mm-hmm. it's like, look, check this out, man. Now I don't hear it because, for one, you talking at me and not to me. Because, well, I tried see, talking
0: to you. You didn't listen you to me. You talking at
1: me. You ain't talking to me. And now you in your feelings. So really, I'm really telling you what you want to hear just to shut you up. And that's a toxic trait as well. That that's not, you know, um, that's not acceptable for a man to do. But in those situations, that's what happens. And because he cares about you, he's willing to stick around. But the whole time, he's gonna be willing to entertain entertain other situations. Because it seems like more peace than what he's getting with the woman. Or with. he can
0: roll out. How come the rolling out is not an option?
1: Well, it is an option. Just like the rolling out is an option. Instead okay. Of talking to okay. And time. Okay. <laughs> I knew you was gonna
0: say that. I knew you was gonna say that. Um, okay. Fair enough. What do you
2: think about everything being said? Yeah. I mean, that Calvin is man. He's on point. I agree with that, man. Um, <laughs> women today tend to have a masculine presence and a masculine energy about them. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and I'm real big on masculine and feminine balance. Um, men should be masculine, women should be feminine. What we're seeing today is that we have these women that have more testosterone than a lot of these dudes, or they act like it anyway. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of hyper aggressive women. You can, you know, that old saying, I'm in the South, so we got these crazy sayings you can get more uh, flies with honey than vinegar. And the way you say things mm-hmm. to men, and the way you communicate with a man—if you do it in a feminine way, and you exude femininity—you can get that man to do what you want nine <sighs> times out of ten. A lot of times,
3: yeah. this is so true. <laughs> you and Cal, yeah. o, oh, this, a, is uh, like this is all. That. Yeah,
2: Cal said all of yeah. this. Yeah. Like, so, a lot true. of times, we the women that we're absolutely. dealing with, or a lot of the women that aren't getting the cooperation from their man, are very, very masculine so I've been in relationships like that and I don't cooperate with masculine women but if a woman come to me she all sweet and feminine and she asks me to do something man I'm on it you know so that's what I think it boils down to when women define masculine <laughs> okay Cause they're like
1: you're right they're right, right. <laughs>
0: the East Coast. Cussing like a sailor? Shut (laughs) up, okay? I like to curse, but I'm not manly because I freaking swear I'm still a sweetie pie, so what the hell? Just like block out the swears and listen to me speak about everything else and it'll be fine. But, to okay, so again, I'm from Boston, East Coast. People all over tend to think that East Coasters are more rough in general. Anyway, so I'm not rough per se, but (laughs) Again, I know you guys talk about be feminine and, you know, ask softly, whatever. I do that, right? But, again, shut up, Cal. (laughs) But after a while, nah, yo. Like, and that's the problem. So I guess it, it should be a matter of like, okay, if you're not, then just dip out. Because if I stay long enough, I will become... I guess that East Coast
1: well, listen, masculine shit. Listen. Here's, here's when I defend you, okay? I know it's, it's rare, a rare occasion. <laughs> so, I, you know, like you said, it is a regional thing where, you know, women on the West Coast, you know, um, verbiage may be a little more, you know, piped down than, than how y'all get down. That doesn't necessarily make you masculine. And you don't have to be a punk or, you know, or like, or, 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 or take the, the short end of the stick to get your point across like you need to be adamant and you need to speak with emphasis and urgency on what you're feeling but the problem is is you have to hold the man accountable you have to say listen this is my standard this is my displeasure and if you know and this is what i'm accepting and what i'm not accepting so if you continue to allow the person to repeatedly do the same shit to you then ain't the problem you are
3: exactly I agree. Mm. i agree what else you gotta say saba i just i live by those rules so i I I agree with that
0: okay all right fair enough okay so the next thing that i wanted to get into i guess i'll go to this and um I mean, I know for me and Saba being women, we usually look at it our own way. So we we were curious to see what you guys have to say about it. And that's, um, I guess, inconsistency. So for the most part, if a dude's inconsistent... For, for me, and then Saba, you could say for yourself, I feel like, one, you're not really into me. Two, you got something going on. And three, you got something going on. So for me, <laughs> other than those two, okay, can you be bu- busy? Yeah, but what do people say? You make time for what you want. And I understand sometimes you may not be as on top of it as you would like to be based on certain things that are happening in your life. But I think if your track record is like inconsistency all the time, I think it gets confused I mean, it shouldn't be confusing, but if you're saying like, oh no, I want to do, I want to do this, but then you're mad inconsistency. I mean, inconsistent. I'm curious from y'all what y'all think the reason is, but Saba, I'm going to ask you if a dude's inconsistent, what are your, what are your thoughts on why he's being inconsistent?
3: He's just not that into you. Is there, is there anything else? No,
0: that's it. Okay. All right. I'll start with you, Gabe. Inconsistent and you're a guy. So Whether or not you want to use yourself or just what you've witnessed or whatever, if a guy's being inconsistent, what are some of the reasons that they are? Uh, Simple
2: as that. Um if a man is into you, he will be consistent, he will go to the moon and back to make you smile and make you happy, to make sure you are good. Too many of our sisters hold on to dudes who really are not into them outside of bedroom time, outside of smashing. And you get your feelings all involved Mm -hmm. and you get confused. And this dude, he really, he's not, the energy is not matching up. You're trying to give him your all and he's giving you 5%. So if a dude is giving you bare minimum or he's being inconsistent, dude just really not checking for you like that. Um, I talk about this a lot. I know for myself, like I ain't really into a chick like she could be calling me. I'm not answering this day. I might call her two days later. Then I'm going to go a few more days without answering or talking to her. It means I'm not really interested in you like that. So, If a dude is being inconsistent, yeah. tell him about it one time. If he continues to do it, he has got to go. Ladies, charge him to the game ASAP.
0: Okay, all right, Cal.
1: I know you're about to come with some shit. Well, I agree I mean, like I said before, we natural hunters, so when we go get what we want, we'll pursue you high and low until we accomplish whatever mission we ought to get now, a lot of the times the intentions don't be good, it' just be for yeah that's true know, the too smash, on, yeah. you know, <laughs> depending on where depending on where a young man depending on where a man is in his life, you know maturity wise you know what I mean so. You know, but whether it's just to smash or whether it's to build a lifetime together, a man is going to pursue what he wants. And when you have to question whether that's what he wants or not, then that's your answer right Facts. there. Facts. You
2: got to let that go.
0: Okay. I respect it. I think that's pretty uh, self-explanatory there. Um, so, you don't think it's because there's somebody else? Huh?
3: <laughs> <No>. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there could be, yeah, but... Could that also means
1: he ain't I mean, if, if you like both what of y'all is, shoes, was just you all both you <laughs> I
3: was just about exactly. to say
2: that. True, I've seen true. dudes juggle. Some men are really good at that. Now, I'm terrible at juggling two women. You know, I've tried that in my younger days. And, man, it's so exhausting. Yeah, it's that a, headache a headache because women require so much. Like, when I see dudes talk about polygamy and stuff, I'm like, dude, dude have y'all dealt with these chicks out here? Like... Do you? Because one is enough, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you know, I I have seen dudes do it. Some can, but you know, he he could be buying both of y'all edible arrangements, and he take you to to the steakhouse one day. He take the other girl the other day. I mean, so it it's it, it, that does happen. Thanks. I've seen that. So yeah, it's, and it's yeah, dude got to have some bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Stop your game up, no, I'm kidding. Just stick to one woman. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so since we're talking about kin- ka, um, I guess into you, not into you, whatever. So, this is something that I'm curious to see what you two fellas have to say about it, because I think it's fucking strange, and it's really a thing. So, let me know what you think about it. So, you with a dude, are you dating a, a dude? Well, a woman, whatever. And she uh, I guess she has a business or she has something that she's doing and the man that she's dating or started talking to is very supportive, et cetera, et cetera. The more they start to date, the longer they start to date, it, the support slowly dwindles away. He doesn't really share your business. It's a social media time, so it's not about likes here. It's about sharing something that will uh, bring attention to your woman's uh, business or whatever she's doing. So as time progresses, he stops sharing your stuff, really, but he's still sharing shit of women that are doing maybe friends of his or supporting other people that are doing the same thing that his woman is doing. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Before I continue, I was just about him.
1: to say, who does this? He done, guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Who do that shit? Because the, the longer dogs go on, the more yeah, they feel like facts. he a part of it. That's his movement too. So yeah, if he listen that, I don't. That's yeah. a real dog right there. Because see, when you start talking
2: stuff into. like that, you starting to talk. Long term, and you start talking long term, you talk, you're starting to talk about legacy. And as Black people, this is something that's really, we really need to put emphasis on leaving a legacy for our seed. So if you if your girl out here doing her thing with her business, you were supporting it at first, you need to continue to support that because that rolls into maybe this is something you
1: leave to the kids and they could benefit. Yeah, yeah. But just think about, think about yeah. the audacity. For real, yeah. for real. Like the audacity for you to be involved with a woman, support her business, stop supporting it, and continue to support other women outside of y'all. It's hella
2: disrespectful. Hella Yeah. <laughs> Let that nigga okay. go. <laughs> y'all said
0: everything, then... <laughs> yep. I think it is strange. And the way y'all say it is what I think. Like okay, if I start with somebody and I'm sharing, because you're doing whatever you're doing, that's important to you. You want to sell rocks, nigga? We about to share these rocks on the gram. Like, I mean, yeah, whatever. So, you're doing your thing. So, if we get more and more deep into the situation, like, I want to do more. I'll probably suggest some ideas or tell you what, oh, this, this, this. So, for me to stop, like, I, I think that's weird, but I mean, it happens and I guess that's what the reason is because they're not that into you. But can you, I mean, because they're not that into you, they can't share your stuff. That's really like savagery. No,
1: it just shows that they're just not interested no more. It's like whatever was happening along the way turned them off completely from you. So they're, you know, shutting themselves off without actually serving you your walking papers.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. That makes sense. Um, okay, so the next thing that I wanted to get into is hmm. Um, all right, so I guess I'll go with this one. So you're in a really okay, speaking of what you just said, um, Calvin, so whatever you did, turn them off, etc., etc. So let's say they do feel that way, or she feels that way, whatever the circumstances are, but they I guess somehow still agree to kind of keep things going. They can feel that the energy is different. It's not where it needs to be. I guess what are some of your suggestions or what are your thoughts on, I guess, how to put the spark back into something if it's slowly dying out, if you're able to. Sometimes the shit is a fucking rap, but I guess if you're able to, what are some things I guess you would suggest?
1: Well, I'm going to say like this. If you guys start off sparking, and then early on the spark begins to die, I think trying to have an expectation that it'll spark again is kind of a recipe for disaster. Because it should be an extended period of, you know, what people call the honeymoon stage where y'all just so into each other and so infatuated by one another that, you know, you overlook, you know, petty things or small things because, you know, y'all having fun, y'all having a good time, y'all into each other. So, you know... I, I think it's forcing it. You know, I believe in assessing a woman and giving myself two to three months of getting to know her. And in that time, I know if I'm gonna do with her further or not.
0: Okay. Do you tell her if you decide not to?
1: Some... cow Hello. Now I do.
0: Are you
1: there? Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, um. So, do you tell her if you want to continue? Well, or you know, you I've down? been in
1: situations where I had to, you know, let women down easily. You know, and I'm not trying to be sounding like you know I'm just let motherfuckers down and shit. But no, I'm being real with myself. Like, listen, you know, I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm going to always begin to by telling her the things that I appreciate about her, the qualities that I admire about her. You know, letting her know you are, you know, a, a phenomenal woman but you're just not the woman for me, you know, and, you know. and That's if, fair, but you know, I think
0: that's respectful. You
1: can want to continue to go forward as friends. We can if you're not able to, I understand. And it's crazy because the dynamic has changed because I remember when women, you know, would let guys down, friends on them, and then the men be all mad. But now when you let these women down, shit, they be ready to fight and slash your tires and cuss you out. <laughs> Because how dare you turn her
3: down? She's <laughs> a woman. I mean, She's amazing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for real. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, that's true. And plus, like, you know, like y'all. I mean, like it's it's been said. Like sometimes you're like, okay, well, and things do change. But it's kind of like women, for the most part, you do hold on to like those good moments or those good times or what was discussed. And although things have changed, it's like hold on, like hold on, like no. Because last month we talked about. And I know things change so we're like no Like you playing games and blah blah so yeah We would be a little salty Um, But okay Cal so you said that it should be a honeymoon Stage but okay cool But let's be realistic sometimes it's not that And it's not always a matter of Okay it's just being a dead situation Or whatever let's say something Transpired I don't know people have issues Do you think there is a way with I guess An authentic way to like kind of bring back The spark or do you think if it's dead it's dead Babe, can you tell us um, I guess what yeah. are your thoughts on like Bringing the spark back Of course, there has to be There's different reasons Someone could have been yeah, Financial situation and the spark died spark, It could have been listen, emotional If you
2: genuinely yeah, so love would someone uh, And there was a spark And the fire kind of fades slightly I feel like the fire can be brought back Under certain circumstances Like Now if the fire died down Because somebody done got some new some new ass I mean you know what I'm saying like that might be a little bit different but, yeah. but you know life happens and you have kids and jobs and businesses mm-hmm. and you can kind of forget to love on one another but if you can become conscious of that and be like you know what I'm kind of neglecting my partner the, the, the fire is dying down let me give them more attention or let's try and reconnect on another level then yeah the, the fire can be uh, reignited and you can begin to appreciate um, and remember why you fell in love with this person in the first place so I definitely think it is possible it takes time and it takes awareness and it takes a lot of maturity so
0: yeah I agree
3: okay Saba what do you think I absolutely agree with everything he just said. Um, You know, coming from a long-term relationship, I feel like I know this all too well. And it's just kind of like when you've been with someone for so long, I think it's very common to hit that, like, dry spell. Like, the chemistry between you guys starts to change. Conversations seem more, like, repetitive. And, you know, I don't know. Things can get, like, routine. So... I feel like if you both get centered, I mean, you both have to want to like bring that spark back. I feel like there's a lot of things you can do to, to bring it back. Okay. It's just the want has to be there on both ends. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, Cal, are you with us?
0: All right. So in regards to what we were talking about, I know you said the honeymoon stage should last. But in the the event that, you know, whether, like Saba said, it's a super long relationship or something happens, uh, I don't know, life, whatever. You could have gone through something. Do you have any different uh, responses in regards to it not just being the honeymoon stage forever?
1: Long term, people fall in and out of love with each other all the time. You know, I think in in society today, our generation Mm -hmm. makes it difficult to rehatch and rekindle because there's so much like temporary instant gratification around, you know, you can can get into an argument with your woman and, you know, and she might need some validation or reassurance and she go check one of them 20 unread DMs in her her DM and and somebody else got her attention. I think back in the day, you know, they didn't have a choice. It was like, we in this for the long haul. You don't like me, so what? You can go in the other room for a few weeks. Like, it was different. But now with this gratification <laughs> and these um, false uh, narratives and unrealistic expectations of what a, a couple goals this is supposed to be, I think it makes it really, really tough to fall out and then come back together and then still be genuine and pure and loyal and, and, and truthful It's not impossible, you know, but like Saba said, both parties have to agree and work daily to make sure that's happening.
0: Okay, fair enough. I think that's completely understandable. You can't make it happen by yourself. That's like, that's definitely going to bring one person down, all the energy, and the other person's just sitting there. So I understand what you guys are talking about. Um, All right, so I have two more topics. The last topic, I mean... This topic that I have is, uh, okay, so I've heard this too many times, and um, I'm curious to see what y'all got to say about it, because y'all be having stuff to say. And that is titles changing the dynamic of relationships. So a lot of guys now, they feel like, oh, you know, titles aren't that important, et cetera, et cetera. And they're like, usually when women... Usually when women get a title, then they act crazy or certain things change. I don't feel that way. Um, for me, if if we talking, <laughs> I already expect you to kind of move a certain way without the title. So when, once I get the title, I'm not like, OK, well, now that I'm your girl, you can't answer the phone after nine. You can't do I don't. I don't understand. Like, for me, it's not a, a a switch that I turn on, like, yeah, I got the title. But guys tend to think so. So, first, I'm going to start with you, Saba. do you think, I guess, when you get a title, you change
3: drastically, as these guys um, think? No. I personally, I don't think I do because I set the standards while we're talking. So, nothing much really changes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... I feel like I understand where some men are coming from, because as soon as um, the woman does get the title of being whatever, boyfriend, wife, whatever, um, the like what she expects, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. is different. Maybe the wife. So I mean, but still,
0: I don't I just like you said, I think standards are usually already set before being a girlfriend, before being a wife. And I know, obviously, I don't think guys are lying and making this up. I'm sure this is their experiences, but I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think of like, hey, I'm his girlfriend. Yo, I'm about to turn up. Well, I'm about to change all this shit around. I think that's weird, but they say that that's the case. So, Cal, do you think uh woman getting a title has has that happened where they've changed drastically from the talking um, stage to now being a girl? And you're like, wait a minute. Although,
1: me personally, I'm bonds over titles. You know, that's how I feel. No, hold on let, let me explain I feel like oh my god are more you're one of those titles. however titles are important for women more important than uh. men. and so if you care about that woman then you'll respect that title and you'll move accordingly so if y'all if y'all talking you know uh, like I like okay. said there are standards that are in place but the obligation to commitment might not be your sole like responsibility in your mind. You know, I mean, situations do vary. But, um, yeah, I feel like the more we bond together, the more obligated and committed I feel. Like, just me calling you my woman, she already feel like that. So, I don't really think a title outside of marriage really changes much.
0: Okay. So, have you had instances where you added a title and the woman completely did a... Um, not... A, a complete switch.
1: Well, because not a now she switch, felt like she's a you girl. Differences because, like, I think it's kind of like I've I had experiences where women got the title, and then they stopped trying as hard. Like they kind of got comfortable, so to speak. They felt like, you know,
3: mm. you
1: know what I mean. They they got. That's what men do. I know, got right? Like Ladies, shit. y'all so fucking now, no, So um... certain <laughs> things that you would normally do, you didn't really feel necessarily obligated to continue to do them. But I think that's further along. Like that's like year three in the relationship. I think in the in the beginning, I think women go hard because oh, they okay, have okay. to get the title. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you gonna give me that damn title? Uh, okay. What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about it, Gabe? The title. So there's a little something called you?
2: DTR. Uh, y'all know what it is? black people black no, people like no that's not down okay dtr no. is <laughs> define the relationship and that is extremely important okay. especially for women um it that alleviates a lot of confusion yep. a lot of times like when you see these women spazzing out there hasn't been any proper defining of the relationship uh, and these men too; these dudes be kind of spazzing out too lately, man. I don't know what's in the air with these these dudes, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, man, different man, times. These, Tell me about it. We're on the other end. These dudes are on some really happening? weird, moist energy. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, it's really weird. But <laughs> in any regard, yeah, defining the relationship is really important. But the, like Kevin said, there's a real good point. He's really, the bond. It's just as important, but a lot of these dudes, they'll run game and be like, "Yeah, you know, uh, you, you were like, so what are we? Because I've had that conversation with a, what are we? That's y'all, y'all love to ask us that. What are we? And then, you know, and then dudes will be like, you know, I F with you the <laughs> <going on> here? <laughs> are we cool, you know, you my little baby, yeah, you know, no, something I like that. Bullshit. Instead of just saying, you know, you my lady, I want to be mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. I want to see where this goes long term. You know, uh, I'm exclusive to you. Words, keywords like that. And when dudes refuse to do that again, ladies, I'm really big on charging folks to the game. You got to let them go. So defining the relationship is key. You definitely need to do that. Uh, You need to define whether you guys are looking to be long term and serious. You need to define if you're just smashing and just passing time and just enjoying one another's company. It's just a, a casual thing. Uh, you need to define if you're not interested in the other person like that and you just want to be friends. It's all about defining the relationship, so.
0: Okay, so I have a question. So, oh Chow. Okay, so guys have a habit, and I'm not saying you guys per se, but you guys give really good advice. I've li- listened to your podcast, Cal. We talk all the time, and you guys do. But I've had instances where I do talk to dudes that give as good advice as you guys do
1: but they're really (laughs) the
0: niggas you need to run from but they're Mm -hmm. like so at this point it's a matter of like okay i'm an understanding person okay let me see what i'm gonna say before i say it okay so (laughs) hold on hold on no let me see okay I'm an understanding person, and Saba hates me for this, but I I usually try to give the benefit of doubt type thing, and I understand sometimes people are not worth the benefit of the doubt, but sometimes I'm kind of like how do you, you guys are like, oh, charge it to the game, or just move on, or whatever the case is, but what point do you know, like, you know what, let me just be patient a little bit here, and not necessarily just be like, all right, nigga, you gotta go, because I I could do that too, but I'm usually like well, and the well kills me, but whatever, like I don't know. How do you know when to just kind of be like, all right, well, just it's... wait it out and see, versus like, nah, you need to go. The red, the red flags aren't so clear. They're there, but you're kind of like, am I tripping or no,
3: Rose? You know you're not tripping. Ninety nine percent. The thing
1: time. is, it depends on what it's <laughs> you about. Know? You know, like it depends on what they're doing. Like if it's something that's a, that's a deal breaker, you gotta respect it as a deal breaker. Don't play with yourself. You know, trust for one. Trust your judgment. Okay. Trust your judgment. Trust your intuition. There's nothing wrong with giving the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. Because if you're properly assessing this person, you're learning them situation by situation on a daily basis. Your antennas are up. You're, you're paying attention to tendencies. You're paying attention to what they're doing. I they don't think you're looking. You have to factor all those things in. So if they do something that really, really makes you feel some type of way, and then you want to be boo-boo the fool and give another action, then that's on you. (laughs) Okay, that's fair enough. Uh,
0: Okay, Gabe, what do you have to say about it, I
2: guess? (laughs) So, um, like, it's okay to be like, uh, it's okay for women to exercise patience in certain situations. Like, um, if he's really, truly trying his best, and he's showing you that he loves you and he appreciates you, but there are certain things he's not doing, then yeah, like you might want to be patient with a man like that. I think where a lot of women fall, um uh where a lot of women fail is they're patient with the wrong man and they're impatient with the wrong man. It's like a reverse thing. So you patient with this dude, you wasted all this time. And so the next guy come along, you should be a little more patient with him, but because of what you've gone through with the other man, you're not as patient. You, you see what I'm saying? So right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's accurate <laughs> right. as well. I probably missed my
0: soulmate because I probably did that shit. Right.
2: No, for well, real. Like, i I ain't got time for that. He's,
1: like, He's probably my patience husband and shit. And, and yes, <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and that's my next point patience that, is that
1: you you he needs patience.
2: to show you things like, Okay, why should I be patient with you, nigga? You know, he does. What I'm saying he should show you why you should be patient with him. And a lot of times, these dudes just not showing y'all. Y'all just want to be patient with him because he fine and he blowing your back he out. Right. Of night. you know, and you know, <laughs> nah, I, I know how the game go. Like, I be doing, I be asking, like, when women come to me when we be chopping it up, I'm like, why are you giving this dusty nigga another chance? He be like, gang He be putting it down, man. I just, oh my god, be so good. I I know how it goes, so no judgment here, but you know that's it's the reverse you got to be patient with the right man you got to be impatient with the right name so i hope that makes sense
0: thank you guys for listening to episode one of season two i had saba cal and Gabe on as you guys just heard i will be back with part two of this episode on saturday at 1 p.m so make sure you come back and you listen to the rest of the episode It was just everything, and it gets a little spicy at the end, so make sure y'all tune back in so you can listen. Again, thank you for tuning in, y'all.